Hi, I'm Ron Kardashian, President and CEO of Lee Confidant Executive Coaching. You know, often I'm asked, Coach, where did you come up with the name of your company? Years ago, I had the honor of coaching a member of parliament. She was of a certain royal family, and it began this interest in studying royals. And I have found one core commonality throughout world history that all kings and queens had, and that was that of wise counsel or a confidant. Today's modern day language would be called an executive coach, or as we like to say it, consultancy excellence. If you're at the crossroads of your vision moving into a colossal state, or just want to transition into a higher level dimension, elite level thinkers and high level executives do the same thing. They get the counsel that eliminates the blind spots. Visit us online at EliteLevelCoach.com. And remember, this is the mark of your distinction, Executive Council. Hi hey guys, Coach Ron Kardashian bringing you another live episode of Higher Right from the Silicon Valley. Had a really, really dynamic day today and I was extremely excited to just continue on what we've been discussing concerning the power of belief system and behaviors. Now, my conversations are going to start getting a little deeper. I'm warming up to speaking into a microphone after I'm in front of crowds. I've been presenting in front of people. And over the last 15 months during this pandemic, quite frankly, I've been in front of my computer screen. And now I'm you know, looking at someone else or a team of people. And so it's a different dynamic. And I just want to encourage all of you, you know, podcast panures, if you will, entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. In the podcast space, you know, if you wait till all the circumstances are right, you're never going to start this thing. I mean, I'm a perfectionist in general. If if you're going to wait to start anything in life, you're going to be waiting a long, long time. And I've been coaching people in this for years, and yet I'm the one who needed the coaching. (laughs) Thank God. I actually have some coaches as I'm smiling at my executive producer who's been unbelievable to just help secrete the data out of me to give it to all of you. We're not going to be long today, but I am going to continue this series on beliefs create behavioral changes because I'll tell you, I think post-pandemic people are dealing with such depression, uh, lack of motivation, inspiration, even what I call a concept that's not much used in the workspace, revelation, which we get from the term revealed truth. Anything that's real to you is a revelation. You could have a lot of information how to keep yourself motivated, but eventually that's going to fizzle out. Really what substantiates for transformation is a inner revealing. And unfortunately, this only comes through establishing new behaviors. And behaviors are the byproducts of your beliefs. So I want to dive heavy into this. I had a few laughs this weekend. I'd like to talk about my cousin, Kim Kardashian, if I can drop her name here. I usually don't drop her name, but my wife was telling me she was screaming the other day on media or someplace saying, you know, I failed at everything. And here you have an extremely talented, successful individual who in her belief system, watch this, ladies and gentlemen, she feels like her three marriages have been a failure and she feels like it's her fault. Kim, I'm here to tell you that there's life after divorce, and it always takes two to tango. These are belief systems that I'm coaching people on uh, human performance behaviors daily. And, you know, most people never take the deep dive into getting trusted counsel and strategic advisors, people who are really in their life calling, like myself, who absolutely know how to transition these behaviors 
to substantiate for beliefs and vice versa. If you believe the wrong way, you will live the wrong way and you will constantly be living in denial or a constant state of rejection, constantly rejecting yourself. And this is really detrimental to neurological development and even the future of preventing things like Alzheimer and dementia. I mean, the way a person thinks is the way their brain is wired. And this wiring constitutes acting out. And we hear a lot about this, especially with executives that I coach who have struggled with addictions for years. And we'll tap a little bit of this as well. You know, that acting out uh, is the precursor of a belief system that you believe about yourself that substantiates and builds itself into these behaviors called acting out or I need to get this. I need to do that. I want what I want now. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you the detriment with this neurons that fire together wire together. Or, as I've been saying it for over 20 years, what you feed will live, what you starve will die. You're talking to a, a recovered addict, you know, not as severe as some, but an addiction's an addiction. An addiction, as defined in the Webster's Dictionary, is something that basically has you, you know. Let me give it to you in the Webster's Dictionary. I had just downloaded the new Noah Webster's 18, what was that, 26? I think everybody should have this on their phone because the word addicted comes from um, customary practice. You hear it? Or addiction comes from the word, the act of devoting or giving up in practice, the state of being devoted. Think about this. This author was very peculiar in that he was somewhat writing from more of a positive outlook like, we are supposed to be addicts, but not addicted to things that are killing us. One bad relationships, of course, drugs, pornography, certain behaviors. We could even have um, personality addictions. Like we're always attracted to the same kind of personality. I was for years before I met my wife. I was always attracted to kind of the person with the problem. You know what I mean? I was constantly giving myself and my resources, my money, my time to try to fix the world. And here, these were people that didn't want to fix themselves, if you know what I'm saying. Anyways, before I get too far ahead of myself, I want to bring this into context to give a very ancient proverb that we find in God's word. I mean, you talk about the manuscript of life, B-I-B-L-E. I like the little acronym of this, basic instruction before leaving earth. And I secrete data and intellectual knowledge from probably the greatest best. I think it is the best seller of all time. Greatest book that's ever been sold. Here's what King David said, who is a king that I have studied for many, many years. By the way, he had relationship issues. A lot of people don't know that, but he really did. Man, I'm telling you, he had like 700 wives, 300 concubines. The man had commitment issues, let me tell you. <laughs> I like to joke around with it for a minute, but you know, in the midst of it all, God loved this man. It just goes to show you that your imperfections and your flaws are still lovable. They just need to be loved by the right person. Or you need to understand you're the right person to first start loving you. For for on this on this Proverbs uh, 23, 7 that I found, it's, it is a signature and hallmark proverb for this entire segment that I will repeat over and over again. For as a person thinks in his heart, so is he in behavior. 
literally. As we think in our heart, our behaviors in the heart, so are we. You know, we're not looking to get something. You will manifest what you are on the inside. So at the time, I was a person who was very confused before I met my wife. And, you know, I had to clean up my act. Well, I was attracting people that were confused. I had the wrong addictions. I like to also say that, contingent on this definition, it says, among the Romans, a making over goods to another by sale or legal service. An addiction. Isn't that amazing? Also an assignment of debtors in service of their creditors. I like to position this as, if I am addicted, I'm going in more and more debt. I, I, I was at a point where I was starting to drink under the table. You know, my wife and I had a disagreement that when we got married, I wouldn't drink. She came from an alcoholic father. She had such a powerful reason for not drinking. I mean, this man would basically almost molest her, you know, uh, to the point of doing foul acts behind the scenes. And she's, she, she would feel him breathing, laying next to her as a seven-year-old little girl. I mean, it doesn't get any more disgusting than this. And she became appalled with the smell of alcohol. So when we got married years later, you know, she was, you know, she asked me, do you know, do you drink? Are you still partying? And I came out of a heavy party scene really before I had my conversion and wake up call. As most of you know, I've had three near death experience and have completely crossed over. We should do a right a whole segment just on that because I'm getting more and more calls in of people who are interested in the paranormal. They're having attacks at night. Uh, my C C O O told me the other day he heard about a, a woman who said she felt trapped in her bed. I've had that before. I've, I've actually had some type of apparition hit my house. We'll talk about this. We'll do a whole segment on it. But but as far as my wife was concerned, you know. She was asking me, can we make this agreement that, you know, you're done with that, that lifestyle? And, and I was. Well, years into our marriage, the stress of marriage, who hasn't had stress, the new responsibilities were given, you know, which is very powerful. People who are given more responsibility are entrusted with more life are, are given a promotion. And here we think sometimes children are... Um, children are the greatest gift in the world. Please hear me in context here. But what I'm saying is they have more responsibility. It comes with more stressors. So I was drinking wine, that is. I never really moved into hard alcohol after we got married, but I, I did before. Um, but, but now I was using alcohol as a coping mechanism to deal with those stressors. And that's when you know it has become a behavioral problem where now you are codependent on synthetics in order to help stabilize your mood. What was it rooted in, coach? It was rooted in a belief system. And that's why I like to use heavy context and deep scientific literature to substantiate for, well, what causes these behaviors? And it's really the way we think. I've kind of kind of a funny story here because I'm writing a new book called uh, The Law of Associations. I know there's been a lot of work done on this, but my 25 years in business and in consulting people for thousands of hours over and over again, I have come back down to a very concrete, stable, justifiable, evidential, factual truth. We are who we associate with. And no matter what you think about it, I'm convinced that we are the sum total of the top five people that we associate on a, on a daily basis, both in self-worth and in net worth. This is why this principle is so powerful. 
that uh, we could be, as this dictionary alluded to, addicted to going into more debt with people. You know what I mean? Wrong associations, wrong relationships. It's like it's pulling more and more out of me. There's more withdrawals than there is deposits, right? And, and relationships are about that, right? We've got to balance the relationship side with, hey, look, I'm making all the deposits here. You know, what's up? You know, I, I need some returns now. And that's not an overstatement to ask for. That is completely a logical request to say, we've got to both balance this out. We've got to have the right belief systems about this so that our behaviors were conducive to this. Anyway, um, quick story is we're dealing with a personal personal family matter now in that um, nobody I've mentioned here on the phone, by the way, just for the record. But, you know, uh, we've watched uh, a beautiful family member, a professional model, has a lot going for her, you know, hooked up with the wrong with the wrong guy. She you know, she's living with a guy that, you know, kind of replaced her father back in the day. And uh, the gentleman has incurred a serious neurological setback. And as a result, now he's re- resorting to alcohol. He was a very hard worker back in the day. He he was very proactive and all of a sudden now he started drinking alcohol, suffered from a stroke. This guy's the kind of guy that was up at 5 a.m., you know, was the foreman, ran the whole show, came, got done at 5 p.m., hard worker, blue collar, right? Had his beer ready for him at five o'clock, which some some of us men do. We have our cocktail ready at the end of the day. I don't agree with that anymore because it gets me off my game. But this is what he did. And I'm, and I'm actually kind of honoring this part of his life. Here's the difference, ladies and gentlemen. It's not those who start the race that get the reward. It's those who finish the race strong. We got to finish this thing. That's why I want to encourage you that you've got more than enough ability in you to finish this thing. But wrong associations going to lead to the wrong belief systems. Wrong belief systems create bad behaviors. And this is, this is pivotal in terms of human performance and developing not only net worth, but self-worth, how you feel about you. Anyway, suffered from a stroke, which was induced from the alcoholism and became a quadriplegic overnight. Very, very sad story. Um, unfortunately, what happened is instead of getting better back into rehab, fighting to get in the game, he, he, he neurologically regressed. Now, this happens from time to time. And I'm not saying that it's wrong or, 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 or anything. What I'm saying is, is that if you don't believe that you can recover, you never will. It's better to believe that you can and then at the end not have something than to say, well, I don't believe that I can from the day one. At least create a belief system that induces a new behavior. He didn't do that. And as a result of that, he's now became very risque, addict of pornography 24-7, drinking morning, afternoon, night. And one of our family members was stuck living with him. She was in a really bad position. She says, my whole life is just plummeting down. Why? associations. He's calling the kids horrible names. He's telling them you're nothing. She's got her kids in this environment, ladies and gentlemen, babies. And I'm sure a lot of women listening probably have this same situation. So I'm not singling this person out. I'm just saying we deal with real life issues. Now, on the flip side of this, I do know this very high net worth investor. And this high net worth investor started a venture capital firm. Think of the law of association now. Well, I had the privilege of coaching this startup company who needed some VC funding. This guy came from nothing. He was an Indian immigrant that came to this country, was looking for investment into his company, someone to believe in him. He didn't believe in himself, but he forced himself 
to believe differently by coming to the United States. Think about this, traveling thousands of miles to get out of the situation that he was in, out of the associations that he was in, and ended up connecting with a venture capital firm out here that I was working for at the time. I did assessments to profile you know, the CEOs that they would write a 20, 30, 40, 50 million dollar check-in because they wanted to know what the belief systems were behind the guys that were running their company. Think about this. Mr. or Mrs. Executive, high-level leader, you want to behave different? Let's check the belief systems because beliefs create behavioral changes. Long story short, long story short, they end up giving him $2.5 million after they neurologically assessed him. And I said, this is a very intelligent man. Ladies and gentlemen, within one conversation, the man had a $2.5 million investment as he had zero money in his account. And as a result of it, ended up meeting me and some other people. To date, 10 years later, his company's worth over eight figures, 50, 60, 70 million dollars. He started from zero. Don't tell me that the law of association is not a powerful thing. Now, mind you, he had to work hard, but he made a decision. Decisions, ladies and gentlemen, are the gateway of change. So if you allow yourself to deal with that inferiority complex that you have or the OCD elements you have or the fears that you have, if you allow those beliefs to compound in you, they will change your behaviors overnight. And this is what's so powerful. They will keep those behaviors locked into a mindset where neurons that are firing together are wiring, rewiring, rewiring, rewiring until the point where you can't get out of them. And then it becomes a neurological storm. But here's the big but. Everyone's got to have a big butt in the room, right? You got to have this big butt in the room. But there is a way out. It's called the law of neuroplasticity, which is one of my favorite words and completely set me free from this Armenian Italian complex that I had thinking that I was born loud. Uh, I'm a type A, uh, you know, we're Italians. I used to really blame it on the Italian side, right? That we're allowed people. And, you know, when I met my wife, she said, you know, you, you know, this, this isn't the gentleman, the suave guy who was dating me for several months. We got married and now why, why, why do we need a coach all the time, right? I was born a coach, but I was also born to become a husband and I had to learn some new behaviors there. Then I had to learn how to become a daddy. I did learn some new behaviors there. You don't talk to your kids like you talk to your boys on the street. You talk about taking the time to do cognitive therapy. I, I admit it. I was my most desperate patient. And so sometimes people that I talk to today, they, they, as one client asked me today, in fact, this was a phenomenon, high-level executive, ready to take his game, kind of midlife crisis area. I don't know what I don't know. I don't know what I want with my life. It's this, I'm in the unknown. It's post-COVID. I'm getting this question asked quite a lot. And I'm helping people clarify and communicate their life vision. It's very powerful, ladies and gentlemen. When you've got a sounding board that's helping you diagnose belief systems and you're able to move an old one out, put a new belief system in there, automatically you've got to change behavior. Don't let anyone ever tell you that it takes time to change your behavior. In essence, 
That is true. But the real results come overnight when you say the buck stops here. I am stopping this and making a choice. The power of choice has been around for decades. Choosing to change is a choice. Choosing not to change is a choice. So having the right belief system about choices even to start with is the beginning of healing. Healing of ailments, healing of insecurities, healing of fear. I mean, I coach people that have a substantially higher net worth than I do, but we all suffer the same way. We all deal with fears and anxieties and blocks, neurological blocks that keep us stuck. But at the bedrock of it, it all starts in a belief system. And I want you to know that there is no greater belief system than knowing that you can do anything you set your mind to. Here's some belief systems that I want you to begin to reprogram. There are no limitations for a person who wants out. There is absolutely no limitations that can come upon me that I cannot overcome. As my 11-year-old boy said to me the other day, because you know we develop quotes and I'm notorious for speaking in Proverbs, right? I'm just playing with y'all. I mean, I'm trying to develop my intelligence levels more, but that takes some work. So we're working at him at home. And so he, he looked at me the other day. He goes, Daddy, I got a quote. He goes, uh, nothing... Uh, how did he say it? He said, um, anything in life can be achieved with practice. And I stopped for a minute. I said, okay, okay, man. Anything in life can be achieved with practice. And all of a sudden, he made a reference to like Steph Curry, right? Hitting three-point shots consecutively over and over and over. Uh, you know, for all you sports enthusiasts, he's plays for the Golden State Warriors. You may not know of him, but I find him just a gem of a guy. Can't wait to interview him one day. Anybody can hook that up, please. I'm more than welcome to, to get that going. In fact, I've got someone that knows him. We're going to make a connection very soon. But the point there is, is that, look, he practiced day in and day out. And he knew that under the pressures of life, that he was getting stronger, ladies and gentlemen, enduring the pain. And I think probably this is one of the most powerful belief systems you can have about interior human performance, growth, um, increasing your net worth, increasing your self-worth is understanding the principle of weightlifting. And as most of you know, I was a, I still am. I'm a national strength and conditioning coach. I've helped pro athletes and sub, uh, um, 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 collegiate levels athletes. I was going to say subdivision, you know, I was going into my coaching mindset. I figured throw all that out. Um, just helping athletes become semi-pro to professional athletic it's during the resistance training that the muscle actually tears and gets stronger. And I have found that people that are trying to develop new behaviors, they go, uh, the temptation is just too strong. Uh, I, I'm totally addicted to this. I can't stop eating this food. Ladies and gentlemen, what you say to yourself matters. If you continue to plant those seeds those thoughts that turn or transform into belief systems, you will inevitably behave differently. You will not be able to control yourself going to the fridge. But if you will take the opposition of your life, and this is not easy to do, but it is 100% doable, as my little boy says, with practice. And you will take those forms of opposition and turn them into exercises where you have to squat the weight off or push and resist the, 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 the weight from buckling on your body. 
I'm telling you, you're going to develop some of the most strongest neurological mental muscles of any bodybuilder or pro athlete in the world. And of all the pro athletes I've coached, they all have one core commonality. They know that repetition is the father of mastery. They absolutely understand that I can't just do this one time. I need to do it over and over and over and over again or else I'm not getting any results. And I know like people like to say, well, that's easier said than done. You're darn right it is. It is easier said than done. But help is here, ladies and gentlemen. This is why you've got beautiful coaches from all over the world. You've got pastors and therapists and and people that you can see. Uh, you know, I heard Heidi Klum say, I need a spiritual advisor the other day. We better get one with the right belief systems. You know, I pride myself on the fact that I give spiritual counsel after studying the Bible for almost two decades. I have looked at Eastern philosophy, Western philosophy. I've studied Taoism, Buddhism, Baha'u'llah, Krishna. I mean, there has never been anything more solid than having a strong spiritual belief system. And I have found the answer in Jesus Christ, period. I mean, you. when I was uh, up for three felonies, I did end up doing j- some jail time back in the day. This is over 25 years ago, you know, almost 30 now. Uh, they made me put my hand not on an alternative Bible. It was the Holy Bible. It says, do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? And, you know, I actually gulped because I had no idea what was in there. And 30 years ago, 25 years ago, right in there, that began the search and the quest for knowledge, wisdom, and insight. And it impacted my belief system so much that my behaviors transformed into an entrepreneur that's now consulting people all over the world. And it is the greatest thing that I've ever done. I haven't just moved into a career, but because of the right belief systems that orchestrated the right behaviors, I've moved into a calling. And that's my prayer for you. That's my focus for these podcasts, that you would move from career to calling. And that's why we're taking it higher. Higher dimension of thinking. Low-level thinkers, they operate on a low-level frequency. I'm going to get into that in the next couple of weeks about developing a higher frequency. Think tuning a radio back in the day. You know, In order to get the right frequency, you got to be dialed in. And that's what all my clients and patients, people that I work with are getting. They're getting dialed in. Let me dial you in because neurons that fire together, what? Wire together. And that's why we're rewiring so you can refire to take it higher. I'm Coach Ron Kardashian. This is Beliefs That Create Behavioral Changes. Text us, email us, let us know if you need us. You know, all the intel or in the Twitter handles or in our social handles or even on these podcasts where you're listening. Find us. It's the glory of God, ladies and gentlemen, to conceal a matter. But it is the passion of wealthy kings and queens to seek it out. Seek out help and you'll watch Right in the seeking, you will find.